Go to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, please, verses we've been looking at throughout the week. 2 Corinthians 5, well-known verse to many, but there's so much here we've yet to see. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. The New Century Version says, We live by what we believe, not by what we can see. He's describing two completely different ways of living life on the earth. Most of the inhabitants of the planet walk by sight. They they do things, they respond, they're thinking, they're believing, and it's all tied in with what they're seeing and feeling and experiencing down here in this natural realm. But there's another way to live. Amen. Yes, there is. Just because circumstances change and are not good does not mean you have to cry and feel bad. All right. Come on now. You can look at something else, something that makes you shout. Yes. Yes, Lord. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be shouting over the problems that's going on, but you're not looking at that. You're looking at something else. We saw earlier in the week that Jesus endured the cross. How did he do it? For the joy that was set before him. He wasn't just looking at what was happening and what he was feeling and the mocking and the scourging. and all. He could see something else. He could see you. He could see me. He could see the church. He could see forgiveness and cleansing and us made righteous and free and able to be his forever purchased of the Lord and that gave him joy what was happening on the cross didn't give him joy but he could see something that gave him joy and that joy was his strength that enabled him to endure all of that well we can do the same if we look at the right thing in the fourth chapter and 18th verse The Good News translation says, 2 Corinthians 4.18, the Good News says, For we fix our attention not on things that are seen, but on things that are unseen. What can be seen lasts only for a time, but what cannot be seen lasts forever. Why do we look at things, we don't look at the things that are seen? Because of their relative lack of value. To the other things we can look at. Why look at this. When it's changing. By the millisecond. And it'll soon be gone. And all that's in this world. Is in the process of passing away. Why should I let. These situations and circumstances. I didn't say it was easy. But why should I let it torment me. And put me out of my mind. And rob my peace and my joy. When it's all going to be changed. In a little bit anyway. Fears are connected to death. Hebrew says that people, you know, subject to bondage all their life because of the fear of death. If you get completely delivered from the fear of death, 
the devil loses his leverage. He loses his leverage over you. Because every one of us should be ready to die now. Right now. Did I lose somebody? <laughs> Brother Hager used to tell a story. He said some guys were walking down the road and they met somebody they wanted to witness to them. And so uh, when they saw them, they were strangers. They said, they said uh, you want to go to heaven? And uh, the guy said, no. And he said, what? You don't want to go to heaven when you die? He said, oh, I thought you was getting up a load right now. <laughs> Yeah, when I die. <laughs> well, that's easy to say, but if you keep putting it off, putting it off, you're not ready, you're not ready, then the time will come and you won't be ready either. We should be ready to go. <laughs> I know my dad had, had a, a heart attack that really, I think it did kill him, but then he was able to come back. He actually, he said he was leaving his body. And he said, Lord, is it time for me to go? And the Lord said, no. Did you know you can go before your time? Before your season? You can go not in your time? And so he started fighting and believing God and came back. Well, his body was, I mean, it just it really messed his heart up and, and his kidneys and some other stuff. And I mean, it just, everything was just shutting down and failing. I mean, he was supposed to be dead, I reckon. And so he believed God, and we believed with him, and one by one, the things began to, begin to come back uh, to, to go ahead. He lived for years and years after that. But at that particular time, it didn't look good, and one of the doctors was a great doctor and a good guy, but he, he didn't believe like we do. And he was trying to talk to my dad about, he's got to do this, and he's got to do that, and he's got to do this, and he wasn't saying he would do all of that. And so he came to me to try to get me to talk to him. He said, you've got to tell your dad to do this and do this and do this. And he's got to do this. And I said, well, he may not. He said, do you not understand? He, he can die. I said, he's not afraid to die. And you'd have thought I'd have slapped him with a wet dish rag. I mean, he, he looked at me. He had no, I, he acted like he had never heard that before. Because I knew that's what my daddy would tell him. I'm not afraid to die. I'm ready to die. Are you ready to die? I didn't say we was getting up a load right now, but are you, are you, are you ready? You need to be ready. Not soon. Now you need to be ready. How many believe everybody on the planet needs to be ready? Many of them are not, but you need to be ready right now. And here's the thing. If you're ready to die right now and have no fear of it. The devil can't bother you. He can't scare you about dying with this or dying with that or dying with the other. Because you're just not afraid to die. It's freedom, my brother. It is, it is awesome freedom. And that's another message. <laughs> we, don't, we don't look at the things. Amplified says the things that are visible are temporal. Brief and fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. Glory to God. Go with me, if you would, over to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 5. Now, earlier in the week, I believe we touched on it last night too, 
We talked about faith in the power of God. We talked about the divine power or energy of God. All things are upheld by the word of his power. There's this divine energy. What it is, is light. God is light. Light is so much more than something to read your book by. (laughs) It is life. And you see some things naturally, but most of what light is, we don't see. You can't see with your natural eyes. God is light. And he dwells in the light unapproachable by mortals. It's too powerful. It's too strong for mortality to handle it. Uh, Why? What kind of power does it take? To keep all the stars burning in the universe. What kind of power does it take to keep all the planets, the power of gravity and the forces that are keeping things in their their orbits? We have no idea the scale of power we're talking about here. And it's coming from the throne. It's coming from... From God who is light. Light is power. And light is life. And in ta- when you say, uh, like 1 Corinthians 2, don't turn there. But he said, he talked about your faith not standing in the wisdom of men. But your faith being in the power of God. We talked about some last night. What are you relying on to get it done? It's too easy to walk by sight and rely on, well, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to preach real good. I'm going to cover it thoroughly. I'm going to do this and that. That's not enough. The things of God are spiritually discerned. It takes the work of the Spirit of God and it takes the reception of their spirit. Have you ever felt frustrated? Uh, trying to get something across to somebody and you thought, man, maybe I could just open up the top of their head and just stick it down in there and get it. (laughs) You can't do it. You're not the Holy Spirit. No man or woman can reveal light and truth to another man or woman. You can't do it. Now, God could use you to speak or to communicate But he's the one that inside them turns on the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. And so when it happens, you don't need to pat yourself on the back. You thank the Lord that you got used, but don't take credit for something you didn't do. You didn't cause the new birth. You didn't baptize them in the Holy Ghost. You didn't heal them. Come on, are y'all with me? You didn't reveal truth to them. It's a privilege to have a part in it that you got used but who did it come on help me out he he did it he's the only one who can do it now with saying that we have faith in the power I'm not quite ready to go to that verse am I just hold where you are but uh, Jesus told the disciples when he was leaving the earth he said uh, 
tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Somebody say power. power. Until you be endued with power from on high. Now think about how significant this is. He's already given them the great commission. He's already done everything necessary for them to be born again. And when he breathed on them and said receive, they, they were and they are. And yet, he says, don't try to implement this until you're not ready to go. You're born again. You've got the Great Commission. You've got the directive. You've got the authority in the name of Jesus, but you're still not ready. What'd they need? Oh, come on, what they need? They they needed some power, power, because the kingdom of God is not just in talk, it's in power. Hallelujah. And God is not willing that we just have our faith in the wisdom of the speeches of men, but our faith is in the power of God. I didn't just get born again just based on talk. I heard the word, but it was the power of God that recreated my spirit. Come on, is that right? And healed your body and filled us. Yes, the word is involved, but it's not just talk, the scripture says. It's power. It's power. Power. I just like saying the word. It's power. Hey. Paul said to the Thessalonians, our gospel came not to you in word only, but in power and in the Holy Ghost. Yes, it did. He told them, you wait till you be endued with power from on high. And then in Acts 1.8, what did the master say? You shall receive power. That's dunamis. Where'd we get our word dynamite from? Why? Because this is a little tight thing, but it's got some potential power inside there if you let it out. You'll receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses, not just go a witnessing once in a while. This is what you are. 24-7, 24-7, and the thing that enables you to be a witness, a witness of what? Of the reality of God, of the reality of Jesus, and the new birth, and the truth of the Word. It's not just people hearing our reasonings and arguments. They need to experience the power of it. Hallelujah. While you're talking to somebody about being born again and about, you know, believing on Jesus, you need to believe that the power will begin to manifest on them and around them, enlightening them, and they'll sense his presence while you're talking to them. And this comes above reasoning and what you believe and what I believe. There's somebody here. To explain it to them. There's someone here. To manifest. What they're hearing. Now I've seen it many a time. As you're talking to somebody about something. They begin to go. "Hmm, hmm." (laughs) I've seen it many a time. That's not you. That's not me. That's him. He He begins to manifest around. I'm saying we should actively believe for this because 
we shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon us. And that empowers us to be living witnesses. And the power is testifying to the truth of what they're hearing. There's the word and there's the confirmation. You're saying Jesus is real. He saved me. He's healed me. He's done this for me. And the Spirit of God will sit down in the chair with them and go, that's right. That's right. Do you, do you feel me? While you're talking, He comes on them. And they're not hearing a voice necessarily, but He's saying to them, what they're telling you is true. They're not just thinking it. They're feeling it. Mm. They're feeling in their spirit. For lack of a better word. They're mm. sensing it. Yes. This is true. Yes. This is real. This is not a story. Yes. Yes. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we should rely. So many times people say. I, I can't share. I can't witness. I'm not a preacher. The problem is ignorance and pride. You think if you were good enough, you could do it. That's untrue. No matter how skilled an orator, you could never do it. And since that's true, your lack of knowledge won't necessarily keep it from happening either. What are we relying on to get the job done? How much I know? How well I do it? You need to walk up to start talking thinking, you know, I don't know if I'll say this all perfect or not, but he, (laughs) he is going to help them see it and get it. I'll do what I can do. He'll do the rest. Is that right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I have faith. I have faith faith. in the power power. of God. God. Oh yeah, we're right back where we left off last night. Hallelujah. (laughs) We are not, the Lord said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless, nor did He leave us powerless. There are those who have a form of godliness, but they deny what? They deny the power. The power bothers them, the power scares them. But there's no such thing as living Christianity without power. No such thing as God without power. God doesn't go anywhere without his power. You can't get a powerless version of God. It's not like ordering calf decaf. Well, I'll take the no power guy. Yeah, there ain't no such thing. You get to God, you get to power. Hey, we are not to be powerless people. We're not to be powerless churches or powerless services, powerless ministries. No, no. But it's not all up to God. In order for there to be manifestations of the power, 
We simply must cooperate with the laws of the spirit that God has set in place that govern the power. People are saying, well, why won't God do this? Why won't God do that? You know, there's two basic prayers God cannot answer. Cannot. Number one, you asking him to do what he told you to do. Think about that one. Number two, asking him to do what he's already done. How can he answer that prayer? Because you're saying you don't believe what he told you. You walk in by sight. He said, I've done it. And you go, please do it. And once something has been provided, it's not a matter of getting God to do it. It's a matter of receiving And doing what he told us to do that allows the release of it into the earth. And allows the manifestation of it into the earth. And this is true with the power of God. We've known so little about it. But it's not his fault. The enemy tries to hide and confuse. And if he's able to, he'll cause a whole generation to lose knowledge and understanding of these things. So then they, the next one don't know it and they don't teach it to their kids and you can go hundreds of years like that. But by the grace and mercy of God, we have a few things. Hallelujah. And it's time to put them all together and see the bigger picture and not just talk about it, but do it. Hallelujah. Do it. Do it. Walk in the power. Oh, somebody say, I have faith, I have faith, I have faith in the power. (laughs) Yeah, you do. It's rising right now. I can sense it in the spirit. Hallelujah. It's not because God felt good and had a surge. (laughs) It was already here. But when we do certain things... We begin to tap into it. We begin to access it and allow it to flow. And what we want is not just for the power to be here. We want it to move. We want the power to move. Hey, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Now you're ready for Luke 5. Luke 5. Mm -mm. (laughs) Man, we are standing in the door entry of some things. Our our foot's on the sill. And and we're not waiting on God. We're not waiting on God for any any of that. It's a matter of cooperating. And yielding. Say it again. I have faith. In the power of God. In Luke 5. 17. It came to pass on a certain day. As he Jesus. Was teaching. What's he teaching? The word. This is interesting isn't it? The word is teaching the word. (laughs) 
Here's something even more head scratching. He emptied himself of his divine abilities. The word had to learn the word. Come on now. When he was 12, elsewise, why are you asking questions? Y'all remember that? Yes, sir. The word had to learn the word. When he preached, he had to find the place where it was written. Is that right? And read the scripture. Now, I know that may bother some people, but the truth is the truth. He became a man. He didn't cease being God. But now think about this one. If he says, the works I do, you'll do also, and greater works than these shall you do. If he did them as God, ain't no way that's true. If he did what he did as God, with all the, the, the knowledge of God and the ability of God, then we can't grab hold of that. But if he did it as a man, with no unfair advantage over us, and he'd give us the same spirit he had, hallelujah, we see the glorious possibilities and the call to come up. Do what I did. It is possible to pray just like Jesus prayed. It is possible to preach just like Jesus preached. It's possible. Oh, you didn't hear me. It's possible to teach just like prophesy, just like Jesus, to live life and believe God even as he walked. It's possible. Glory to God. You, we won't get it by laying around and wishing for it. But if we will step out every day and, and grow and develop more and more. Somebody say more and more, more and more, more and more. Like the master, just like the master. He's teaching. And there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. We've got to get rid of religion now. People say, well, the power was there because he was there. No. It was because he was teaching the word. So if you believe the other, then you believe he's doing these things as God. Which is not true. Why is the power there? There is no word of God. Void of power. And when the word of God. Is preached or taught. By the unction of God. The power is there. Whether anybody benefits from it or not. It's still there. It's there. How many would agree. Every time an evangelistic message is preached. Every time. Sincerely preached. The power of the Lord is present to save. Is that right? Anybody in the house, it's there. It's there and available now. You know, when Jesus got through reading Isaiah, we, we believe it's a text he took very often. He said, this day, the scripture is fulfilled in your ear. What? The spirit of the Lord is on me. What does he say? A lot of people want to talk about the old days and what happened. And one of these days are coming to move. But when you're talking about now, here, right now, folks go, yeah. 
Yes. That's the only time faith is. <laughs> you ain't having faith for something yesterday. And if you believe it, it'll happen sometime, then you ain't in faith till sometime. I believe it'll happen tomorrow, when, when tomorrow gets here, today. So you're still out there, so you're still not in faith today. Now, faith is. Hallelujah! Oh, oh. The power of the Lord was what? Brother Hagin used to say frequently, man, I'm seeing more of it by the minute. Electricity is God's power in the natural. Electricity is a manifestation of God's power in the natural. Now, Romans 1, 20 or so, tells you that God's power and Godhead is clearly seen by the creation he made. Clearly seen. People imagine that the things of God, especially the Godhead, oh, that's a mystery no man will ever figure out. It's in front of us right now. <laughs> it's all right here in the creation. Solomon, who was the wisest king and the wisest man, because of the wisdom God gave him. Do you know what he wrote about? Trees. Bushes. Animals. That's the wisest man alive. Yes. Because you see. If you got eyes that can see it. You see the wisdom of God. In a root system. You see the power of God. In the way a leaf. Takes sunlight. And turns it into energy. Everything about God's power and himself, we already have seen it. We've already heard it. Just didn't put the the points together. It's in front of us. And electricity is a big revelation that you can see. And we've learned a little bit about to let you know about the power of God. And how spiritual power flows and works. Because even natural electricity, its source is spiritual. Comes back to the creation. Every bit of it is being upheld and sustained and energized and empowered every millisecond. By the light power that's in the word of God when he said, light be, oh, oh, oh. I would like to see that. I would like to see. Would you like to see that? Maybe we'll get to. (laughs) Maybe me and you go up to Jesus. Later on. And say, Master, would you show us that? Show us that. I think you would. Everybody say electricity. Electricity reveals many things to us. About the spiritual power of God. In talking about this, I was reminded of, uh, go ahead and drop the screen. There's a little video I want to show you. Electricity is a manifestation of God's power in the natural realm. People have looked in theology books 
for revelation of spiritual things. And some of them even written by unsaved men. Where should you look? You want to understand an artist? Look at their paintings. They put themselves in it. Look at their sculpture. Come on, y'all with me? Look at what they did. God is, even in its fallen state, you can see God everywhere in this creation. I mean, he is, is that right? He is, you see him. It is so ignorant when people say, there's no proof of God. How about the ground you're standing on? And the air you're breathing. Everything around you. Didn't the psalmist say, the stars, the heavens are declaring. Is that right? They're declaring the glory of God. They're preaching. Look up in there. I mean, we saw the big moon driving over here tonight. What's it saying? It's saying, God is awesome. (laughs) And he loves me. God is, how big is God? Go ahead and show that and I'll keep talking while it's showing. There's no audio. This is a plasma globe. You can buy one for 30 bucks, 50 bucks. It's electricity that is flowing through gas that is trapped in this sphere. As you look at the sphere, it will remind you of lightning. Because that's exactly what lightning is. Lightning is arcing through gases. It's electricity. Now this thing this guy's got in his hand is a fluorescent light bulb. And it is not screwed into anything. (laughs) It is not plugged in. It is not screwed in. There's no batteries. When he gets this close enough, can you see that? There's an electromagnetic field. And depending on how strong the current is, is is how close you have to be. But when he gets close enough, he doesn't need a wire. After all, Lightning uses no wiring. (laughs) One of the things that a lot of researchers are into right now, the technology is already here to have a completely wireless house. Not one electric wire. You, or what's what's the thing you call it? You you build a, uh, I should have wrote it down somewhere. Anyway, you, you, you just put something in the wall of the house that can receive the magnetic field and you won't need any outlets and you can drive your electric car and it'll just charge next to the house. It'll just charge in the driveway. You don't have to plug your TV in. You can put your lights anywhere you want to. Don't need a receptacle. Because that magnetic field is there. And if something will conduct it, everybody say conducted. If something will conduct it or receive it, then it flows into it. 
Hallelujah. A while back, a farmer in Idaho got to thinking about this. And the main power lines went over his barn. So uh, he built him an uh, induction coil and powered his house and his barn <laughs> without being plugged into the grid. He just sucked it out of the air. Until they found out about it and came. <laughs> I think he got in trouble. It happened again over in England. A guy was living near a military base. And his house was close to a radar installation. He put induction coils in his attic. And it pulled it out of the air. And powered his home. <laughs> Amazing. Almost 120 years ago, Nikola Tesla, who's the discoverer of alternating current, in 1899 in Colorado Springs, he built a device and transmitted 100 million volts of high-frequency electric power over a distance of 26 miles and lit up 200 light bulbs and ran an electric motor over there with no wiring. He sent it 26 miles. 115 years ago. Tapping into the field of power. Which has been here since the creation. But when somebody began to understand how to tap into that. And let it flow out of that into here. What did it say back in Luke? The power was what? There was a field. Like an electromagnetic field. But it's a spiritual field of power. It was there. And yet nobody, none of those Pharisees are getting healed. None of the doctors of the law are getting healed. You know why? Too much resistance. Too much resistance. One of the things we had to learn, you know, Mr. Edison talked about how many ways he found out a light bulb wouldn't work. But he wouldn't quit. He's finding out what would conduct the electricity. And what wouldn't. Now we've discovered silver and copper. One of the best things is gold. Man, gold will let it flow. It'll just let it flow right in, right through. Some of the worst things are hard rubber and dry wood. The power just won't flow through it. Hard rubber. Stuff just bounces off. Boing. Of hard rubber. Brings any rubber heads around. <laughs> Dead wood. <laughs> Dead wood which is dry. Now wet's a little different. But dry wood. You can have the power cranked up all around it. And it won't go in. It won't go in. 
I mean, you can have enough power to do all kinds of stuff, and it won't go in. And that's what was happening. We had hard rubber and dry wood, also known as Pharisees (laughs) and doctors of the law. I'm not just making this up. I mean, they weren't there to receive. They were there to find fault with his doctrine. Is that right? Right. To accuse him and all that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff makes you hard rubber and dry wood. Oh, but down out front, there was five live wires. Is that right? Four guys and their friend. And they didn't know a thing maybe about what we're talking about, but something inside told them they got to get the light bulb closer to the source. We got to get the light bulb closer to the source. And as they let the man down through the hole into the presence, oh, somebody say glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. You know, Paul praying about how the enemy was harassing him and bothering him. And the Lord told him, my grace is sufficient. Listen to some more of that in the Amplified. He said, my grace is enough for you. Sufficient. That's his Amplified. My strength and power are made perfect and show themselves effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weakness and infirmities. How could you do that? Because you're seeing something that's not seen. That the strength and power of Christ the Messiah may rest, may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me. That's like electricity works. That's when the power comes, it sets up a field. It's an electromagnetic field. What Mr. Tesla had in mind with his experiment. He wanted to tap in to the frequencies of the planet and just transmit electricity globally. Fellow was thinking big. The lights, the northern lights, that's what that is. You can see electromagnetic power. It's the force field that's around our planet that keeps us from being fried by the sun. It's there all the time. Protecting us. And when there's disturbances. Man you'll see the friction. And the build up. And a lightning bolt rip across there. Could be. You know millions of volts. It get as hot as 50,000 degrees. Somebody say power. 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 And that's happening all over the earth somewhere. And that's just. Static discharge. Global. Oh, but the one who made it is the source of it all. And what was happening there in that room is Jesus is preaching and teaching the word. And as he did that, a field of power began to come up over that group. But nobody's accessing it. Nobody. So it's like it's not there. I mean, there's we got receptacles all over this place. 
And there's power. Is there, you know what I believe? There's electricity coming to that receptacle, yeah. wherever they may be. Yeah. If you're standing over here with your blow dryer going, I don't understand why my blow dryer won't work. <laughs> move the switch, move it, hit it, beat it. Please, y'all pray. <laughs> Does the electric company need to get to power? No. Someone said the power's there. Come on. Help me. The power's there. Power's there. The power is, is it there? It's there. What do you need to do? You need to do something that will conduct it. You know what conducts it? Gold is one of the best conductors in the world, maybe the best. How about your faith more precious than gold? <laughs> more precious than gold. It's compared to gold, and it is the ultimate conductor, which begins to explain why God can't be pleased unless you bring him some faith and him let some of his love, light, life, power flow into your life. He can't be pleased with you bumping along on your own. He's got all these oceans and galaxies of power. And he wants to let it flow. Come on, somebody. Somebody. Receive some of this. Somebody receive some of this. And it makes Jesus so happy. If it's just a few people. Come and jump through a hole and come down and go, I take some, I take some. (laughs) And he was healed. He was healed. And all these other guys still taking their notes. Trying to knock the dust out of their hair. Walking by things seen. Instead of the things that are not seen. Oh, somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Paul said, when I'm weak, that's when the power will come. He said that the Amplified says, it'll be like a tent that pitches over me. Hallelujah. What's he doing? He's the one that penned by the Holy Spirit. That your faith would not just be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So what? one of the things he had to learn is it's not just through his struggle that he is free from this. He gets to a point where he acknowledges, I can't do this, but I have faith in the power of God. And it's over me. And when I do that, even though I feel the weakest, here comes the power. Here comes the power. Because one thing that the weakness can represent is stopping resisting. Instead of doing this, you stop and receive. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Don't want to be hard rubber. Dry, dead wood. No. Jesus ran head into this in his own hometown. Go there, Mark 6. I mean, if you want to do good anywhere, you want to do good in your hometown. People that know you, where you grew up. But you might say Jesus had very little success. 
ministerially. I know that don't sound right to you, but in his own hometown, the Bible says, couldn't get things to happen. Didn't say he chose not to. Couldn't get it to go. Why? How in the world? Mark 6, 5. He could there do no mighty work. Couldn't. Is the power there? Come on, is the power there? Did he preach a good word? Did he teach a good word? What happened when he did it? Boy, if you could see it in the spirit. If we could see, there'd be this, just like an electromagnetic field. The power's there. When the Bible said the Lord, the power's present. There it is. Hallelujah. But it can be there and nothing happened. Nothing. Could there do no mighty work? He laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled what? Because of all the dead dry wood (laughs) and the hard rubber. Is that right? All over the place. Dead wood. Dead wood. Dead wood. Hard rubber. I heard Brother Hagin say before, sometimes sometimes he's ministering to the sick, he'd get in the spirit, and things just come right out of his spirit. And uh, sometimes I'd cringe, but, you know, of course he needed to say it, I know. And he'd, he'd, he'd lay hands on somebody, and I'm not saying this about you, brother. He'd lay hands on someone, he'd say, just like laying your hand on a doorknob. He said, go on, he said, come right back out, come right back out. He said, now stop, stop, look at it. He said, now get your mind quiet. Quit trying to do anything. Just receive. Well, why would you talk like that? This is as real as electricity flowing. Some things receive it. Some things don't. Yeah, that's good. Tell me what's the best conductor in the universe. It's like putting gold-plated Jackson plugs on your electrical stuff, man. You're going to get every bit of juice flowing in there. And when you are full of faith, hallelujah, you are solid gold. Hey, ah, you're the kind of gold of power of God just flow right on you and right through you. Hallelujah. And you can minister flow through you to somebody else. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let the power fall. Let the power flow. Oh, come on, lift up your hands. Let the power fall. Let the power flow. Oh, Hamashe. Kombe. Shado. Oh, just praise Him some. Just lift up your hands. Somebody say, I receive. I, I yield. I, I believe. Oh, Monose, Kondo, Shode, Peda, Sana, Veto, Korevish, Korevish, Korevish. Hallelujah. Don't say, I don't know if I know enough. I don't know if I have enough. That's still, what are you relying on to get it done? All I got to do. Is receive. The woman with the issue of blood. What about her? Pressed through the crowd. Remember that? Touched his garment. He stopped. 
He said, somebody touch me. <laughs> somebody touch me. Disciples said, what? They're walking beside. Oh, yeah, Lord, people touched you all over. What do you mean? What do you expect us? We don't know. A lot of people touched you. He said, no. Somebody. Touch me. Touch me. He's talking about a touch. A gold-plated touch. He, he's talking about a faith touch. Not a curious touch. Not an accidental touch. A faith touch the Bible said he was aware King James says virtue but it's the word for power same word we've been talking about power went out of him power went out of him and he wants to know who it went into another indicator he's not walking in omniscience why I need to ask Now, people will try to explain that away, but the truth is, he's walking like a man, functioning by the gifts of the Spirit, same way he would direct us to. He said, somebody touched me. I perceived the power went out of me. Is this real, saints? Come on, is this real? But now, is it just because he's Jesus, the Son of God? No, he's doing it as a man. He's showing us how to do it. He's showing us how to do it. Now this woman that touched him probably couldn't read and write. He ain't never been to a faith school. Had no series. No faith series. Is that right? Not a one. No faith books. Probably couldn't read either. She just heard. Heard about what Jesus had been doing and said, anytime, anytime the word goes out in faith, this power field. Every service we have, every time the word is preached and taught, this power field comes up. Go to Hebrews 4. I mean, let me prove it to you. Oh, hallelujah. Power's here right now. Power's here right now. Somebody say the power's here. Power's here right now. Pi said the power was present. That means it's it's here and it's available now. Here and available now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 4. It said, verse 12, for the word of God is what? Quick. That word has to do with quickening. Quickening, that's like being shocked only with life and none of the ill effects. The quickening of the Lord can cause you to jolt just like somebody, you know, put a battery or a prodder up against you, only without the pain. I just don't know about all that. <laughs> then you won't be bothered with it. It can be strong, strong, strong all around you and won't even affect you. Growing up in a Pentecostal church, 
We were taught to tarry to receive the Holy Spirit. Best we did. Men would get on one side, women would get on the other side. Tarry. I wanted to be filled so bad. My grandmother was filled with the Spirit. I knew it was real, man. My mother was filled with the Spirit. I knew it was real. I wanted this. Didn't know how to receive. And uh, it's laughable now. But I'd go up there and tarry, go up there and tarry, go up there and tarry. One night, I'm, I'm at the altar, men around me, women over here. Man, presence of God just got stronger and stronger and stronger. I didn't know what was going on. I heard kaplump, kaplump, kaplump. Men falling out, kaplump, kaplump, kaplump. And finally, I mean, the presence of God is so strong, I can't even raise my head. And I'm going, oh, God, give me the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, give me, oh, I want the Holy Ghost. Give me the Holy Ghost. And they have enough sense to go. He's saying, hello, hey, I'm here. Everybody's falling out of the fire. I'm here. Just, just. All I had to do, come on, help me out, was receive. Receive. Believe I received and the faith would conduct him in. And then by faith, yield, speak, and the power would flow out. Believe I receive, flow in. Yield and speak out, flow out. It's not Wax on. Wax on. It's flow in. Come on, everybody, help me out. <laughs> flow in. Flow out. Flow in. Flow out. Oh, come on, say it again. Flow in. Flow out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I receive the power of God. I minister the power of God. Somebody say, I receive the power of God. I minister the power of God. Hallelujah. I remember I saw an old film of a man of God. This was back many years ago. Prophet of God who, who saw things in the spirit. And it was a big crowd, a healing service going on. And he said like this, he said, I see a faith bank over here. Yeah, it's getting strong. Somebody started hollering, yelling, screaming. I'm healed. I'm healed. Oh, glory to God. Took off running. He said, I see a faith bank. Everybody say faith bank. What's happening? The power was there. Just like when somebody gets born again. Somebody preached a message. The power was there. They came up. What'd they do? Faith received. And the new birth, the new birth is amazing. The new birth ain't no small thing. Their eternal spirit was recreated in the likeness and image of God. We've already believed one of the biggest miracles you could ever believe for. In the new birth. But wrong thinking will hold you out if you let it. He said the word of God is what? Quick and what? 
powerful. That's the same word we were talking about last night. Energeo. Like a dynamo. Producing power. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Think of an energy sword. Instead of a metal sword. Energy sword. Energy can take on any form. A dove, fire, wind, energy can be any form. Hallelujah. Quick, quickening, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. All the things the Spirit of God can do in your soul. In your spirit. The energy of the word of God. Word of God. Word of God. Can go down into you. Joints and marrow. A discerner of the thoughts and intents. There are many times you through your own effort can't sort that out. And it's you. (laughs) The inside of you. Your thoughts. Your intent. What I mean by that. What I think. What was that? How's that fit? Where's that go? And the power of the word of God. Somebody said the word of God. That's why we travel across the country and go to meetings. That's why we stand outside. Come on, get in line. That's why we do the stuff we do. Because this is real. When the word of God is preached. And this power comes up. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you receive it. Man, like, like you saw that plasma. Bowl, I mean like tiny lightning strikes, it can come down in you. It can go up in you. It can go into your mind. Have you ever, I don't have to say, have you ever, you're hearing, you're, and all at once you see it, you go, glory to God, I see that. What was that? It was a flash. It was the quickening of the light of God, of the power of God. That's just how healing works. That's how everything works. Oh, Komesha, Hamegesha, they're, they're, they're lightnings in livers right now. Little little quickenings in liver, the liver, the liver, the liver. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I know you can't see it. I can't see it outside, but I can see it by, by faith in the spirit. It's like sparkling all over the liver, all over the liver. Somebody's getting healed in the liver. Hallelujah. Online in Branson. I don't know where you are, but somebody said, I receive it. No, I it. No dead wood, no hard rubber here, right? Just say, I'm, I receive it. I, receive. I, re- I believe I receive. Now, it's not effort. It's not trying. No. All you got to do is believe. You receive. That's the gold. That's what allows the flow. Not effort. Not trying to figure it out. Not straining. I just believe I receive. I believe I receive. Just like you believed you received Jesus as Lord of your life. Same thing. I believe I receive. I'm not resisting him. I'm receiving him. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. The word in Hebrews 4.2, if you just back up. Hebrews 4.2. He says, to us the gospel was preached as well as unto them. Now, come on, help me. What happened when the gospel was preached? The power was present to perform whatever was being preached. 
You're preaching healing, the power's there to heal. Right? Preaching new birth, power's there for the new birth. Whatever. Because the same word that produces power produces the faith to receive the power for the same thing. The gospel was preached, but the word preached, what? Did not profit, did not benefit them, didn't flow into them, didn't affect them. Why? Not being mixed with faith. The Greek there can also be translated blended. Not being blended with faith. Did you see when that guy took that fluorescent bulb and he got it close to that orb? You see what happened? It looked like, well, it didn't just look like, the arcing that was coming up, it came past the orb and was going into the light bulb. Why? It's not restrained by the physical structure. Hallelujah. So what was in the bulb is now blended with what was in the globe. He is the vine. We are the, oh come on, we are the branches. And the living life force that's flowing out of him is supposed to flow into us. And that's, he and I are blended. He that's joined unto the Lord. Is one spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody just praise the Lord right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I am one with you. Your life is my life. Your life is in me. Your spirit is in me. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. But if, if you don't believe it and you don't receive it, there's no blending. And if there's no blending, there's no benefit. It didn't profit them. The uh, RSV says, the good news came to us just as to them, but the message which they heard did not benefit them because it did not meet with faith in the hearers. You can take a dry piece of wood and hold it up against that plasma globe. It will not light up. Why won't it light up? It's not of a nature to conduct it. Why did the fluorescent bulb light up? Because its makeup is completely receptive. Is that right? And instead of resisting it, as soon as it got close enough, it's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> Somebody needs to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come right on in. Come right on in. Come right on in. Ha. <laughs> Come right on in. I yield. I yield. I yield. In the book of Acts, we see the man of God preaching to the people. He said, you stiff-necked. Hard of heart. What's he saying? Dead dry wood. Rubber head. He said, you do always resist the Holy Spirit. Just like your daddy did. 
in his day, four generations of rubber heads. <laughs> Dead wood. Well, we're not here to judge or criticize, but you can make up your own mind. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to resist the Holy Spirit. When he moves on you. When the Spirit gets to moving. Let him move. Somebody say let him move. Let him move. If it's a Sunday morning. Let him move. Come on. If it's, if it's in the driveway. I'm not talking about putting on a bunch of fool stuff. I'm talking about the real thing. Now there are people who do a bunch of fleshly stuff and they pretend it's the Holy Spirit and it's not. And you can tell it. It's dead. It's empty. It's irritating to watch. (laughs) They're saying all the right things. They're doing emotions. But it's flesh, flesh, flesh. Or worse. Wrong spirit. You don't try to make things happen. Brother Hagin used to say, just let it happen. Yeah. Don't try to make it happen. But what does it mean, let it happen? means when he starts flowing towards you, you don't resist. You receive. Is that right? You let. You let. You allow him to fill you again and again and again. Be being filled. Hallelujah. It'd be like that bulb keeps getting filled with electricity. You see, when they back it off, I mean, that's such a picture of Christianity. What about the days people ain't doing so hot? They're not so bright. (laughs) Will the bulb bulb get brighter and dimmer? Come on. You've had days you wasn't as bright as other days. What needs to happen? Come on, what needs to happen? Get a little closer and then let, let it flow in. Let it flow out. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Oh, just let's begin to praise him and thank him. Lord, we worship you. We give you glory. We give you thanks. Praise your holy name. Oh, we praise your holy name. We praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.